Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yo, what is going on and welcome to another episode of the Urban Pitch Podcast, the beautiful game of life, part of the Believe Network. I'm Ramsey Abushala, editor of UrbanPitch.com. We got the co-executive directors of Vibes in the Building, Bridget Flores, Julio Monterosa. What's going on, y'all? What up, though? No, no, every time. We can't do this every time. That's not how we're going to start every single episode with a fake soundboard. I have an idea. Y'all just wait till I, I'm going to Mexico in December, so y'all just wait when I come back. We're going to have props It's going to be like a La Cuca. We're going to switch it up for 2024. <laughs> uh, no, but we have a very special guest. Another in-person guest. This yes. is like a, we've, we've had a, a we stretch of very illustrious guests in the building. A multi-talented media personality, host, multi-hyphenate. You, you name it, she does it. Uh, Jessica Black in the building. What's going on? Do I need like, a little sound? Boop, 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 boop. You yeah, I need you like can, my old little sound. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate it. That was a really, really nice intro. Um, I'm just a football fan, soccer fan, like everybody else. Love yeah. the beautiful game, and right. I'm here to talk to you guys about that. I'm, lo- I'm like, I'm so excited to be here, you guys. This yeah. is amazing. Our conversation, like before this, I was like, <laughs> the vibes. Yeah. We're getting yeah. into it. Has the vibe check the with vibe. her? With her? We won't say what song she put on the Alexa uh, <laughs> playlist, <laughs> but she brought the vibe. It, it passed the vibe check, um, and we were we were all judging her, and in the moment, and she passed. So. She's one of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you ask me to set the vibes, I'm gonna do it. I'm make yeah. sure I can have the aux cord. Okay. Yeah. She can have yeah, the aux yeah. cord. Yeah. I'm play the whole playlist she's got it down yeah because we've canceled we've canceled episodes like yeah. they put they put on a song it's like all right you know what actually we have technical difficulties uh <laughs> well, one of our mics broke it. um we're gonna have to postpone this we so. are now playing care does whispers again <laughs> <laughs> oh man the vibes are here we're in person yeah love to see it i'm not the only girl in the space and i love that let's and go, let's you know go. women in sports period yeah let's do it shout out to y'all shout, shout out, to, out y'all. to y'all yeah, for real and came in with the lafc jersey too i know so. Oh, big yeah. rep in. I had to. I had to. I love my LAFC, but honestly, Arsenal let me down so badly today, okay? Yeah. So I was like, I'm not putting that on. Mm, not today. I know. But I'm with my LAFC, Bella on the back. Um, there you go. I'm not, I was never a Galaxy fan. I had to figure out something. And like when LAFC came around, I was like, that's me. Mm-hmm. This is me. Would I, you I say? Similar, similar to, to y'all, too, yeah. right? Yeah. Same. We yes. kind of have that same story where it's like, I think Julio definitely had more of an experience with Galaxy growing up. Yeah. Um, I didn't really have. Um, a connection. Okay. I mean, but it was <laughs> 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 only because <laughs> under the bus. Only because, um, like, he has stories that he's gone to games with his dad, and he has a connection with like yeah. the, some of the players. Like, my family didn't grow up as Galaxy fans, but. Yeah, we we can definitely vouch to say that we're LAFC fans. Let's go, Ramsey's Ramsey. We gotta like, come on, Ramsey. Just Are you a Galaxy it. fan? I'm not. Okay, listen, I've I've go. gone through this For what reason? Um, oh. multiple times. No, no, no. So so. <laughs> I am a coward. I'm not, oh, I'm there not we a go. Galaxy okay. fan. I'm there not we go. It's out. Fan. It's I'm out. a coward. Right? Courageous so, coward. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I tell the line between both. We obviously work with both LAFC and LA Galaxy. And, you know, you have to maintain a You're professional really relationship with them. So it's like half of it is 
not like being a politician, but it's like, you know, like I can't really put my feet in one. Either one. Yeah. So I'm like a fence sitter, habitual fence sitter, um, which is not the best uh, place to be. But, you know, I'm, I recognize it. And I recognize what both bring to the table. Obviously, you know, what LAFC has done um, in being able to connect to fans like like you guys. And honestly, to me, too, like when because I'm I'm uh, into soccer later in my life. So I didn't grow up like a huge soccer fan um and i was aware of the galaxy mostly because of you know david beckham and they had a guy named kobe on the team too so right. like that was kobe like he was like the other kobe yeah. um but seeing what they were able to do to connect with with every everyone in in the city or at least a, a large part of the city that galaxy may not have been doing because they didn't really have the competition breathing down their backs and what lafc brought to the table now galaxy have all of a sudden started to try to put that effort into you know, getting into places that they haven't before. And so it, yeah. it kind of it kind of makes everything better. And obviously the rivalry is great. Um, you know, we've been to pretty much every Trafico, I think, right? Like Almost, um, most, most of them, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, We're not saying, like, we don't like Galaxy. It's like we obviously give them credit. And right. We, we and gotta I think give we're pretty fair. I, I do think that we you are guys are fair. fair. with yeah. both sides. Um, They're so different. Yeah. Right. Two clubs are so right. different. Extremely. They have different vibes. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. The last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling and college basketball is ready to go as well. Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL are all in full and swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops betting action along with every sport available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to Bet Online today and remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first bet. Bet Online, where the game starts. Obviously, Galaxy are like the OGs mm-hmm. and the, the Trailblazers, the starters. They had so many big players come through there from different leagues. And so everybody that I know from like across the pond that knows anything about MLS always mm, references right. the, um, the Galaxy, mm-hmm. which is great. I think for me, what, what LAFC for me is just I love the way that they played Velo's obviously there as well so that's my guy he played for Arsenal so I felt that connection and I just you just have a feeling sometimes with the club where it doesn't really make sense but you're like that's the team that I'm gonna follow so of course like I've been to many Galaxy games of course like I'm from you know I'm from the area but LAFC is definitely my club even though I respect both Right. And yeah. they both br- bring a lot to and have brought a lot to the city like and we can't front of that course. like we're gonna we're gonna appreciate that but it's the connection, right, that one has on a personal level to the to the story and to the to the context of the team. Um, I love that we started with LA and mm. that we're talking about LAFC and LA Galaxy. But I would love to know, like, what gave you that connection to Arsenal? Oh man. Okay, so it's <laughs> it's it's a good story. Um, my Arsenal story essentially is just. Um, First of all, my mom is my best friend. So me and my mom are very, very close. She's like the best person ever. And she's the type of mom that always wants to be close to the things that I like to do. And so any like sport I wanted to play, she always was like, wanted to be a ref, wanted to be really connected, wanted to be the team mom, all that kind of stuff. My dad coached sometimes too. And so um, I actually liked to watch the game when I was growing up playing soccer which is odd because most girls that I played with did not like to watch. They didn't mm-hmm. think it was fun. Mm-hmm. I was like obsessed, you guys. Like, you know, you get obsessed with something. You're like, actually, this might be an illness. Like, mm-hmm. I need <laughs> help because I'm so obsessed with this game. And so my mom would find me like 
games to watch. And so we watch a little bit of MLS and the women and all this kind of stuff. And then one day she came in and she was like, because at that time they would only show certain games from the Premier League on TV. Mm -hmm. So you'd only really mm -hmm. see the best teams like Manchester United, you know, and stuff like that. So my mom was like, oh, Jess, you need to come. You need to come watch this. You need to come watch this, this team out there. This guy named Theory Henry. She's calling Theory. Theory. <laughs> she does not know this guy's name, but she's like, you have to go see them. They're amazing. And so I sit down in front of the TV and I'm like, that is my team. This is my team because for me, I've always been like the only black girl in my class, the only black girl on my soccer team. So seeing a team full of like black players that are playing so the fluid, the football, it's beautiful and like arson and the classinal and and all these things that really resonated with me made it so easy to choose arsenal so ever since then i've been like a super fan just you know following the team watching the games i've gotten so many opportunities to go watch games and experience things at the emirates go to highbury do tours and everything and it just like when i say like it's like top priority for me like sometimes i'm like do i love this more than like everyone else I'm like what is it you know because i'm just like i love arsenal so much so yeah like that's my Arsenal story. Always started from like my mom being like such a good mom and being so supportive. But yeah, it's it's my life, and so like I dedicate my life now basically to following my football team right. and creating content. Yeah. Like that's it. And you're life. doing big big yeah. things. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. Love to hear it. Yeah. Shout out to your mom. I Shout out to mom. Yo. Shout out to mom. <laughs> Do not make me cry Aww. on this pod, man. <laughs> We're just gonna give cry. her some, you know, her flowers. She deserves her, her oh, flowers. Yeah. My mom is. She's that girl. She's that girl. And she loves, she loves Arsenal as well. Like, she doesn't just help me. Like, she's actually become very, like, engaged with Arsenal, even, like, sometimes more than I am. Mm -hmm. So going to games with her has been, like, a highlight of my life um, as oh. an adult is being able to, like, take her to games and buy her kits and all this kind of stuff. And just, she loves it. I love it. She could come that. and sit on this couch and yeah. talk, she talk could, about it. She we could talk you down. <laughs> she could talk you down, okay? She knows her football, That's man. so dope. To have a yeah. bond, you know, like... I think we we all can attest to that. Like you experience something different when you bond over a sports team, a sports game, a moment. Yeah. And to have that with your mom, it sounds like it's like an even more meaningful thing. It is, it is, especially cause um, you know, I think a lot of people don't have strong relationships with their parents. And you know, I look at that and I'm like, I don't wanna take it for granted. So the fact that my mom and my dad are so present in my life and anything that I wanted to do, they went above and beyond, drove me to, you know, San Juan Capistrano to places up north, everywhere just to like support me is a big deal to me. So, yeah. you know, shout out to Mr. and Mrs. Black. You guys are those people. We yeah. appreciate you. Yeah. You're up next. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, they had a bunch of tournaments in San Juan Capistrano. Capistrano. Uh, that's like, like the. Everywhere. Yeah. I actually yeah. Like yeah. went to go watch the U.S. women the other day and drove up to San Diego and actually drove past the, the fields that I used to play at. I'm mm. like, this was far. Yes. <laughs> My parents yeah. were doing the most. Yeah. Six o'clock in the morning, drive me up there. So, yeah like yeah so the commitment yeah all that kind of stuff yeah and it's yeah. it's crazy because i think that your your story you know it's not a, a traditional route that parents want their kids to take right yeah. and like you're breaking barriers you're showing them that there's opportunities beyond the traditional the linear that we yeah. see so much of um but to hear like they, they supported you and they were willing to you know give you the the support and the resources that you needed to get to where you are it's yeah, it's every anything dream. I wanted to do, they really did support me. And, you know, I'm an only child, so I think they, they put everything into me. So I want to give something back. But at the same time, like I struggled to figure out what I wanted to do because I'm in my 30s now and I'm just now figuring out what I really want to be doing. Mm -hmm. it took a while. I really struggled, especially during like the pandemic, 
because I had a website designing business and I liked it because I'm a very creative person like mm -hmm. naturally like that's what I want to do I like to be creative and it just wasn't fulfilling at all like I was just kind of doing it for the sake of doing it and during the pandemic like obviously there was no soccer on so I wanted to connect with other fans created a Twitter somebody asked me to be on their show then I was like oh this is really cool created my own channel she knows Arsenal and I would have never thought that that would take me to where I am now so it's not even like you know I was planning on doing this like mm -hmm. I have a degree in sociology I went to FITM just around the corner mm -hmm. like I went to fashion school it took me a long time to get where I am today but I wouldn't have been able to do it if my parents weren't so supportive because anything I wanted to do they were like as long as you're giving it 110 percent we're gonna back you yeah. so having good support system not everybody has it so I try not to like act like it's nothing mm -hmm. you know because some people don't have that backing you know right. especially in sports like I say this all the time, like, I think growing up, I always thought that to, to be in the sports industry, you had to become a professional soccer player. And like, I didn't recognize that there was other opportunities in soccer yeah. or in sports, you know, um, aside from like being the athlete. Yeah. And then as you grow up, you get exposed to like other opportunities and other careers and other things that you could do that could take you into that, into that like networking space. And yeah. so to hear you doing that is, is great. Well, what you guys are doing is like opening up opportunities for other people to create content on their own and that opens up doors because if you don't have a traditional background you didn't play i didn't pl i didn't play professional mm -hmm. that take like that makes it even harder mm -hmm. not going to school having a broadcasting mm -hmm. degree makes it really hard but ha being visible and creating your own place to like speak about the sport and like your expertise and stuff like that is going to allow other people young ple people that don't get to go to school and do this and stuff like that to feel like they can still be a part of this industry as long as they are creative mm -hmm. and open those doors for themselves. And it starts like here with like what you guys are doing and like what I'm doing. And that's like my main focus is to open up doors for other people, younger people that look like me. You, know, you don't have to go to school. You don't have to have that degree. Get yourself, get your camera out and get a mic and start talking about the sport. Mm -hmm. Somebody will see what you're talking about. Yeah. Send, send them your stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, that's that's all I've really done. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's and, it. And, <laughs> and like you're great at it. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, for, and, and, but that's the thing that's like, you always hear like all this stuff about social media and how yeah. it's like terrible and there's like this, and which I Stigma. agree with some of it, like yeah. like it's, it's, it's not exactly the healthiest place to be. Yeah. Um, but one of the positives is that it kind of democratizes like, who like where you can get um like who can talk you like like you said anyone can grab a mic anyone can grab a camera and talk about and be stuff that they're passionate about it doesn't even mm -hmm. have to be about sports it could be about you know cooking it could be about anything really and you don't really need to go through the hoops of um getting a broadcast degree and, and we've we've had you know multiple other creators on this show um and kind of talk about the changing wave of um like sports media specifically where you know <clears throat> like the ESPNs and um, all the kind of bigger names that you watch on TV, that, that's that's great. But at times it can kind of get stuffy, it can kind of get bland, it can kind of get, you know, it's not really exactly what I'm looking for. Whereas I can put on a podcast or I can put on, you know, I can turn on a show and, and listen to like dudes be funny or like, you mm -hmm. know, girls be funny and, and like, and talk about stuff that they're like truly passionate mm -hmm. about and that they're not just like, given a script from ESPN to, to read and be like, oh, and you know, this happened today. What do you think about this? And it's yeah. like stuff like people actually care about. And you can tell the people that are like truly successful about it, um, they they care. And it's like, this is what they are. And mm -hmm. this is, you know, everything that they like 
truly are passionate mm -hmm. about. And like, I think that's something yeah. that's been positive that the people want to see people that look like them and talk like them, talk about the things mm -hmm. that they love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. They don't want to see some guy in a suit who doesn't look nothing like them mm -hmm. talking in a way that they don't talk. They want to see people have fun. Sports are fun. Like yeah. it's supposed to be loose mm -hmm. and vibes and banter. And I just feel like people are really moving away from the suits talking to you about about the sport. They just want to. They just want the real. You know. So it it is opening up opportunities. And I think this is the best time if you want to be a part of sports and any type of sport, and you want to start getting involved in the industry. Just start because people are really looking for people just like us. Um, to work in this industry. It's it's a very it's open now, which is great because maybe 10 years ago You had to have a degree mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. then just need a camera like you said yeah. or just a, start a social media platform yeah. But also you have to have talent and passion. Talent. So, like, passion. Don't, true. so like don't just throw something on out there and practice like, makes perfect You know, yeah. yeah, 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 but make sure it's something that you care about and something right. that you can articulate Yeah, because like, don't try to like fake it because right, people are going to know people are going to call you know. out on yeah. the they're going to know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. how are they going to know they're never going to know they're going to know so yeah so before we, the, the show we were talking about you living in London and yeah. so you lived in London for, for a period of time yeah. um, you talked about you know um, the, the perspective of MLS from, from out there but um, what was it like just getting a chance to, to be kind of in the heart of um, you know football culture and, and being so close to Arsenal the team that, that you love so much it's different, you know, I'll say it's different. I don't think, um, I've traveled a lot, so I've been blessed enough to travel a lot that it wasn't like a huge shock for me, but trying to work, meet people, integrate was a little bit more difficult because sometimes people will just hear your accent, hear where you're from, and they just completely shut off. And so it was a little bit difficult. Um, I was lucky that I like, not lucky, but my boyfriend was there, so he helped me a lot. But I thought it was a little bit hard to break through at times for people to just listen to me and what I was saying from face value and not just like not listen because I'm American mm -hmm. or whatever. But that was probably like the only thing that I'm gonna still like get through it. Like this is my personality is very much so like, you're gonna love me. You just don't know it yet. Like, you know, just, but you'll get there. You know, you're gonna get there because I know that once people hear you like multiple times and they understand that you really care about the sport and you know what you're talking about, it'll, it'll happen. Mm -hmm. And so you just have to be patient and I'm willing to wait my turn. But being near Arsenal and being able to just go to games for me is a dream come true. I just love the game day experience. It's something that I don't take for granted because like, I mean, it's just so fun to watch your team play and like whether you win, draw, whatever, it's nice to be around the people that love your team as much as you do. And supporting a European team, especially one in the English Premier League, it's so different than the MLS because people are connected to that team from birth. Mm -hmm. If your dad is a Tottenham fan, you're a Tottenham right. fan. If your you know, great grandfather is a Everton fan, you're an Everton fan. Yeah. And the rivalries are something that like I've never experienced before. So being immersed in that was definitely something that I really just want to continue. And I found a new thing that I really love, which is recording the game day experience. I really like vlogging and showing people like what it's like being out there and like being around people that really true, truly care about the game the way that you do. So that was great. I'll tell you that the food is not good <laughs> in England. The okay? stadium? Uh, the, or just in general. Or in general. The food, just in general. 
Yeah, how's the tailgate? What are, what are they cooking <laughs> for the tailgate? <laughs> I'm sorry. Bang, bangers and mash. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I don't want to hate, but it's not good. Okay, it's not there. It's not good. We were it's having tomahawks. Good. They got the Galaxy game for yeah, the tailgate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The food, I mean, we definitely have them beat on food. All right. <laughs> Probably, like, the music is fine. Okay. The food's not good. Mm-hmm. But being near the game is worth the food not being that great. Eating okay. fish and yeah. chips for the food. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I you can't eat, have it all, right? I don't eat chicken <laughs> or beef or pork or anything like that, but going to England and not eating those things is like, wow, this yeah, is going to, you know, because in California, everything is like geared towards right. like, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm a pescatarian. Child, I was eating so much fish and chips. It was like every single day fish and chips. What you got fish and chips, you know, because I couldn't eat any like the pies or the bangers right. and mash and all right. that kind of stuff, but... I would say anybody that has the opportunity, if you can save up your money and go to a game, like whether it's Real Madrid, whether it's Barcelona, whether it's AC Milan, go over there and experience it. It's mm-hmm. so much fun, and the people are great. Food's amazing, like in Italy and France and stuff like that. So just go and have yeah. a good time. Buy yourself a kit. Have it's yourself a moment because yeah. it is so much fun. It is different than going to an MLS game, even though MLS games have their own vibe right. that I like as mm-hmm. well. You know what? We're not going to Nashville anymore. We're gonna go straight to Europe. Yeah, we're gonna first. pull. No, no. So we have like four different trips that we're like kind of yeah. planning. We're gonna pull. It. We're gonna pull that all together and, just and make it international. You just need a bigger budget. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. We're writing off all that. We're writing off yeah. all the travel expenses. I sent them a TikTok about how to like write off things on your business. Don't put it in there. It's clever. Shout out Nate. Hey, shout out. Shout out Nate for that video. Make it happen. Yeah. Wait, when was? What was, um, when did you go to your first, like, Arsenal game? Oh, man. My first Arsenal game was in 2019. Um, Unai Emery was the manager, and we played against Brighton, Mm. and we drew Um, 1-1. I remember it like it was yesterday. What was the weather like? It was actually sunny but cold, so you still had to have, like, a jacket and stuff like that. I had on um, the O2 like the old like Nike kit and my mom was with me my dad was with me and I just remember being so disappointed because we we drew and it wasn't a great game but the atmosphere was great it was nice being around the fans and stuff like that but that was my first game I also went to a game during right before COVID on like February like early February yeah and I remember before going to the game watching the television and they're talking about like Coat, like this thing is hitting right. people and people are like yeah. stranded on on cruise ships and they can't get off because there's this virus there's this something we got out just in time we got out just in time because as soon as we got back to the united states it was done. That's, you right. would have been stranded it was out finished there. i would have you would have been, been stranded there, yeah. exactly yeah. so yeah fish and chips for like forever that's the worst i think you would you would have switched it up because you had to not i would have had to, to. survival <laughs> right survival of the fittest you know Introduce the things some you do chicken and some some beef maybe you're like what if i just <laughs> chicken but i'm gonna pretend it's fish today yeah. okay fish and chips with different type of alcohol yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> keep the fish and chips with alcohol. different type of alcohol exactly. so yeah that was like my first experiences going to arsenal games that's dope. Yeah. yeah yeah and then so so for me personally um our, like I've chosen to support Arsenal because of the kits that they've had in the past. <laughs> okay. and I'm nowhere near like the diehard fan that you are like, but like the vibes that they have and especially like some of the players like, like, uh, like you mentioned Henri, um, like Ian Wright, like just like, just like, you know, a lot of like 
just yeah. like sauce like and and in those jerseys too so it's like that's Arsenal what, own the streets yeah right Arsenal fashion club yeah exactly exactly if you want to do fashion you want to be an Arsenal and, fan and then okay? even, even now they're, they do like the retro collections every yes. year they do you know like a lot of their um like training yeah. like kits are like you could tell that they put an effort into you know making it wearable off or outside of of, of the pitch um but what are what are some of your favorite arsenal kits because i think there's there's a lot of just Ooh. classics um i would say probably the burgundy that's um, the one yeah the yeah. burgundy kit um with the gold o2 is probably one mm-hmm. of my favorites um also the white um i think it came out the same year we had a white one with burgundy shorts that was one of my favorites um the o2 yellow with the blue that's like an iconic one that like anytime you look up like the battle at old trafford where arsenal and united went at it um at the end of the title race um that's what they were wearing away at old trafford it's it's an iconic kit as well i really like the um of the recent ones last season with the collar i thought that one was really nice it was nicer than the one from this season there's there's so many. I actually skip all of the the Puma kit when we were mm-hmm. in Puma. Yeah. Disaster. But <laughs> most of the Nike kits and a lot of the Adidas ones I really love. I'm an Adidas person. So when we switched over to Adidas, I mean we had one that had like marble on it. I remember that. Y'all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the black one that we had last season with the gold. So it's a goodie as well. So those are kind of like my favorites, but I would say out of absolutely all of them, it has to be the yellow and the blue because of how, how iconic it was when we won the league unbeaten that season. Mm-hmm. So it has to be that one for me. Yeah. The Invincibles. Yeah, yes. Right? The Invincibles. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah and oh, fuck, I had something I was going <laughs> to, I was going to say, but I, 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 can't, I don't know. Get it out. Yeah. Get no, it out. No, Randy. No, 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 but, <laughs> don't be nervous. Um, don't be nervous. Know, yeah. it's arsenal. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> He's nervous because we Kids. didn't go to the Arsenal uh, event out here. We went to AC Milan. Oh, that's right. Ooh. Yeah, but I'm a Man U fan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the Champions Tour. I'm a Man U fan, so. We did I'm a Man U fan, so. Yeah. Okay, so we're not going to talk to him. That's why I've been here just like, let it go off. Go off, Okay, but the Man U, the forest green and white, that's a pretty hard jersey, though. They're long sleeve, like, was that a... New color web is like uh, white, not off white. It's like cream. Yeah, yeah the cream. one that you guys have, the one that, that you guys mm-hmm. both have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I remember what I was gonna say. It was there. You go. Do, does the does the season make the kit, or does the kit on its own stand stand alone? Because there's a lot of like nostalgia um, when it comes to kits, and that's why I think like the retro like '90s, even even though like those those kits were by and large more like wilder with their designs like with the patterns like especially like you know like the bruised banana um which people did not like at first and kind of grew on um but like we want things in it and that's the i think that's the Mm. difference yeah exactly so so is it is it the 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 team that makes the kit or is it the design it's the team i think it's the team because it could be as as ugly as it wants to be if you if you win something in it it instantly becomes a classic Mm -hmm. so i think the memories that you have of the kit end up making it what it's like what mm-hmm. make it iconic i think there's we've had so many kits over the years that we haven't really won anything in that i haven't had as much of a connection but like i said like the yellow and blue it wasn't nothing when it came out i don't think people really loved it but because we won things in it and some of our favorite players of all time wore it it became special like especially like in my heart so 
it's definitely the team that makes the kit, yeah. you know. And that's why I think the Puma years are also kind of forgotten too, because the, <sighs> yeah. the team just wasn't great. Yeah, I mean, great. if we had won anything in them, maybe, but yeah. like even they were just they were too tight. I'm not a Puma person anyway. I just thought, get this out. Like <laughs> this is so bad. But yeah, we didn't win anything mm -hmm. in it, so yeah. that makes a lot of sense yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you say like Puma or like Adidas or like? So do, have you picked up on any of the like the year, the British? Um, uh, Some lingo? of the stuff that they do say is like really cool, you know. Like aluminium. Not aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible bosses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not not necessarily that, but just like um, like the stuff that they say when guys like oh, like I can't even say it because obviously they do it a lot. Do it. I hear this. Like when they talk about like banter and mm. like. Um, oh yeah. It's like I don't even know. I don't even. Want, I can't. I can't even think of it right now. But I don't really. I haven't really picked up on a lot of the phrases. I like hearing the stuff that they say. But like, have you guys ever watched like Top Boy? Have you guys mm. watched Top Boy? You guys should. Not yet. If you guys aren't watching Top Boy, you guys should like in terms of like shows. If you don't have anything to watch, watch Top Boy because, like, when I tell you, like, I love watching that. It's like, um, kind of like drug dealers and stuff like that right. in London, but like the, the stuff that they say, like, oh, where's the food fam? Yeah, like, that's yeah. like the drugs and stuff yeah, like that. It's yeah. really cool. And like, it's so bad because if I try to talk like that, I sound so bad. <laughs> but if you get a couple of glasses of wine in me, it might come out. Like, yeah, we're going to do it. The in it start flowing, right? It. It'll be like Ali G in the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was there for a year. I know. Exactly. <laughs> but so, I do think sometimes, like, when I when I do my shows or something like that, like, you could probably hear some things. Like, I have picked up on some things, but mm -hmm. I try to not because I'm not trying to I'm not trying to get made fun of it. Right. right. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to be like Brad Friedel. I mean, he played overseas yeah, for, for a yeah, while. Yeah, 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 they yeah. made fun of him because he... Pretended like he had an English accent. Never me. Never yeah, me. Yeah, Will never right. be me. Couldn't, but yeah, couldn't, couldn't be me. No. Right. Yeah. So, so we're not gonna catch you in like two years, and all of a sudden you're gonna be talking like a Top Boy episode. No. Um, yeah. Not unless we have some drinks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's another story. <laughs> That's another story. Uh, Roy, go get the drink. <laughs> Roy, go get the drink. <laughs> no, this, we, yeah, we. This used. To, or I, I mean, just lately, we haven't we've, been. We've been partaking in, like you know, we would. Uh, the, the, the bar across the street. We finished you know, a bottle they, before. I'm just kidding. They, they've been closed no. more often, and I think it's because of us, because we would <laughs> we'd go there, you know, have a couple drinks, come back here, maybe have, like, another pour. So we've we've kind of slowed things down. Yeah, the What's first two episodes, I kind of remember doing them. Not well, when really. we first started, we when were, we first started, it was just us dude, two. We were, yeah, well, Roy, <laughs> yeah, it was producer, bad. producer Roy is a bad, is just producer a bad, uh, and we're very uh, coaxable. Like, it, like, We'll say like, oh he no, just you know, pull up and just put we can't, we can't table. be drinking. We're gonna be serious for this podcast. He was like, all right, let's do it. And then we're like, All right, seven fine, shots let's in. do it. You know, like, let's do it. <laughs> and then I become a galaxy meme. Like, <laughs> is that, do you guys have like a favorite cocktail of your? Are you just like straight shots? Like, what is everybody's like vibes? Mm, Whatever I, bottles open. I'm my joking. go to, my go to drink is like a paloma. Okay. I'm a tequila girl, so tequila for me. I'm just now getting into tequila yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, it's, it's good, you know? It does yeah. the job, and then it does even more after. Okay, right. <laughs> yeah. one or two yeah, shots. It does, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love, I love Paloma's um, tequila for sure, but I I also do love micheladas. Like, micheladas for me are everything. Like, I can have it on the side with, like, my dinner, lunch, breakfast. Yeah, she she didn't say that first because she doesn't consider that a cocktail. That's like a soft no, drink. That's, just right. a, you know? that's a soda. That's just a, yeah. that's a soda yeah. with alcohol. Yeah. It's like it's like a little warm up. Drink. You know, it's right. a little yeah, warm up, yeah, but yeah. definitely tequila for me. I love yeah. that. I love that. Yeah. I'm more so like cocktails. I like um, like I've started to enjoy more Negronis now, um, okay. and because um, 
I don't know. Like I, at first, like they're they're kind of like a very very bitter, but then I've really enjoyed that. I like old fashions. Margaritas are always great. Um, but if we're just talking like alcohol to drink, like it's just whiskey, and I can't really like I can't. It's crazy because do before before we started this pot, whiskey was tasting that. That was sweet. Yeah, like it's fun. Like <laughs> we yeah. So I, I, I'm gonna like Roy's to not blame, but blame to credit Roy. to credit Roy. And now like you know like I enjoy like a nice whiskey. Yeah. Um, whereas before it was like you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just gonna shoot this down because I, it's more of an efficiency thing than anything. But yeah, yeah. Julio yeah. drinks whatever's in front of him. You know what? I just get the party going. Like, hey, Julio, shot. Game. Uh, no yeah. Julio's like he's the life of the party. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. You got tequila? Let's tequila it up. Whiskey? Let's whiskey mezcal. it up. Mezcal. Mezcal. Not mezcal. I cannot do mezcal. Yeah. You've done mezcal. Yeah, but I hate it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Everyone has the one. Everyone has the one that is like off off the table. Yeah, mezcal is off the table. Like, yeah. One time I drank it and it was like three shots and I was already done. Like, I'm not doing this again. Like, I don't like how I felt, <laughs> how quick I felt that drug. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, no more good. mezcal. <laughs> Mezcal's all right. And like a cocktail, like a mezcal mark, mark is pretty good. I enjoy it. Um, I'm not a fan of mezcal. But no, it's, I'm, I'm not. I'm like, not I'm good. It. No, I Yeah. Do. And I, I become a person that I don't like. <laughs> and, then he, and then he goes missing for like a week. You don't oh, hear from him. Oh, dude. How did I end up Come, in Vegas? <laughs> comes, comes on to the podcast and he's on like, yeah, he like you know, like, you know, like It'd We've had bad. a couple. We had a couple episodes where you know, like the audio, like people are heading me up, like, "Yo, like, what's good with Julio? Like, is, <laughs> like, is he okay?" <laughs> COVID. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this guy, he, he blames it. Yeah, he shows, calls work, and be like, "I can't make it," you know, like, and they believe him because like, got it's symptoms. A, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He lying. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we'll, we'll bleep that part out. Hey, I gotta be a work tomorrow. <laughs> No, this is like three jobs ago. Like yeah, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Four, four, yeah, four. four jobs. Yeah. <laughs> you lying? So make sure to cut that out. Yeah, cut that out. Let's, not, let's clip that. Clip that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, never mind. Let me go work up work up my resume. What's the I get home? <laughs> I'll be job hunting soon. You're a great job hunter, though. Yeah, like, you are. He's. If you need any tips for job job hunting, like it's five he's jobs the guy. in three months. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And not like and not like in a bad way too. He was like, like he's just. He knows what he wants, you know? That's so cool. Offer me more money, I'm going with you. <laughs> <laughs> simple man. Simple Sim- man. I'm a simple man. Give me money, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, going back to, you know, you and the things you do, Jess, um, what has it been like covering, you know, becoming the content creator that you are? Um, and then more specifically, I think for me, my curiosity is like, what's it been like for you as a woman covering content for a team that you love but it's also like obviously as we know dominantly mm-hmm. like male fixated and like passion the passion co- comes from men what has that been like for you yeah it's, it's been um it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's kind of like what people would think it is um it's it's difficult because people don't usually some men don't don't take my opinion seriously. Mm-hmm. Some people only want to work with you because of what you look like, you know, so it's, you have to really kind of like sift through these opportunities and be like, do I actually think this person is wanting to work with me because of what I'm saying or because of something else? Mm-hmm. Um, some people just completely disregard what you have to say because you're a woman, whatever, keep talking. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I continue to do what I do because there are a lot of people that respect what I do. And there are a lot of men that rate my opinions and have been watching my show long enough to know that they're like she knows what she's talking about Mm -hmm. so there will always be people doubters and people that are like oh she's a woman i'm not trying to listen to it but there will always be more people i feel like that give you a chance and as long as you know what you're talking about they'll listen you know so 
it's something that I went into and I was, I knew what I was getting into and I knew that it was gonna be difficult, but I've been surprised by the amount of men that have been very supportive from a real place, from an honest place, from a, like a, she knows what she's talking about, so I'm listening to her place, and I think it just shows that not everybody is bad. You're gonna always come up against people that don't rate what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Who cares? You know, there's gonna be enough people that really do rate you. Now, have I, do I get like my fair share of like weird DMs and stuff like that? Hell yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, please stop, sir. <laughs> oh sir. my God. Sir. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Tricor Sports. Tricor Sports is where the value of passion, loyalty, and respect are not just words, but a way of life. These jerseys are more than just clothing. They're a tribute to the timeless spirit of the beautiful game. When you wear one, you're not just representing a team. You're showcasing your unwavering passion for soccer, a sport that transcends borders. The retro soccer jerseys offer the perfect blend of nostalgia and modern comfort. You'll not only look the part, but feel the passion, loyalty, and respect every time you put one on. If you need custom uniforms, they also offer that too. Their soccer uniforms are crafted with the finest quality materials, offering unmatched comfort, breathability, and flexibility. Whether you're a local club, school team, or professional organization, they cater to all levels of play. Every player deserves to feel like a pro, and their uniforms provide just that, with a wide range of vibrant colors and sleek designs, allowing you to customize your uniforms to match your team's identity. Your players will feel united and confident knowing they look sharp and stand out on the pitch. You can contact them through their website at www.tricorsports.com to discuss your team's requirements and get a step closer to victory. Passion, loyalty, and respect. That is Tricor Sports. What's Please like get the out. weirdest? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Here I we just go. had to know. What Arsenal player? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my goodness. I mean, when I tell you it's just like, people that will message me every day about random stuff. Like, just like, why are we not doing this? Just why do you think that? And I'm just like, I've never asked you before. I'm not gonna answer you now. Yeah. Like, I'm not here to just like back and forth with you. But it's just, I, I was telling a girl the other day cause she had just started her YouTube channel and she was like, what do you do when there's all these like weirdos and stuff like that? I'm like, yeah, just ignore them. You know, ignore them. They're probably just in their weird way trying to tell you that they like you. Mm -hmm. They don't mean any harm by mm -hmm. it. Most people don't, but you just have to keep going. and. Um, there's enough women out there that are really like breaking barriers out there that you can see that there's a path. You just have to be patient and also ignore the people that are, don't like what you're saying and just keep going. I think people get easily deterred by the few people that don't like what they're saying and don't listen enough to the people that do. And I focus only on the people that rate what I'm saying and give me good feedback. They don't always have to agree but those are the people that I focus on. The, the haters are people that are like, get back in the kitchen or go make me a sandwich. I'll listen to you. Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna listen to you. So yeah, it's all, it's all about having a little bit of backbone and focusing on the positive and it's hard. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's always gonna be people that don't like what you're saying, but in order to be in this industry, I do think you have to have very thick skin. Mm -hmm. You have to yeah. really be willing to do the work and ignore some of the stuff that you hear. But if you're willing to do that, you can make it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, every once in a while you'll run into like a creative diss that you're like, damn, man, like, like you can't help but like be like, yo, man, like, <laughs> what was that comment on TikTok? Hey, you guys, not even English. Stick to like, like football. Oh, or something. Well, so the, yeah, so there's stuff like that, which is like the common stuff where it's right. like, you know, leave, leave the football to us. You can have basketball. You yeah. can have baseball. Like, yeah. do, do, stick to that stuff. But then, like, I, I'm trying to think of one where I was like, dang, man, like, uh, I think it was uh, one of the first YouTube videos that we that 
uh, we posted and it was like, damn, it looks like y'all ate an urban pitch. Cause and I was like, I was like, dang bro. Like, and at the time, like, you know, I, it was like post COVID. So like gain, gain some weight. And I was like, I was like, yo, damn, so man. What? Like, like, <laughs> like, like I can't, I can't deny it. that was a good one, but like, you know, it's, obviously like, hey, at least you know you gotta keep it pushing yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for watching. especially like the faceless nameless right on socials. yeah yeah, hey, yeah for real yeah, yeah. you have nothing on your profile i right. have like my real name right where i'm from everything people really know who i am so i'm putting myself out there you're not it's so always yeah. the footballer profile pictures yeah man. yeah no the profile. what is it called the stands they come yeah. for you for like the yeah. ones that are like but not the positive ones the ones that just are trolls. waiting the mm. trolls the yep. ones that are waiting to just come the Pulisic, at you the Pulisic the Pulisic trolls Pulisic came trolls. after they came after Bridget they once did. And what did you do girl oh, <laughs> she called him mid I called him mid she, she, she called him basic <laughs> and as then they went as after him he's you know like he's a basic I wasn't talking about him as a player I was just like saying basic representation yeah. in terms of the US because I think that we have a lot of um, we have more players on the US team now that are men of color you know, that should get recognition and should be shown as also the face of the U.S., not just Pulisic. Well, and then she you, took a picture. Y'all want to get into U.S. Men's National no, yeah, no, we, and can. Then we can. We can, but like before, before, let her finish her story. Like, before, yeah. like she did all that, then she took a picture with him at, at the at AC the Milan. At the AC Milan event. And, <laughs> and that's like, what they, they came after her. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, all that trash you were talking. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They, they went after her. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. But, wow. I mean. They're still commenting, like they still comment, but not even still, about. Yeah. So, so it's not even about her anymore. Pretty funny. One they're of them talking was about. Rude. They're talking about like Pulisic's like supposed girlfriend. And dude, I like the side conversation that's going on in there. It's like, yo, you guys need to go outside. You guys, please, <laughs> go, your own profile. Touch like, some grass. It's a conversation like, in the conversation you know, like, within another conversation. It's crazy, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. U.S. Men's National Team like stands. They they're um, they're interesting, interesting mm -hmm. group. They really sure. are. There was. Um, you know, because obviously, like, Balogun was playing for Arsenal, mm -hmm. and, like, during yeah. preseason, mm -hmm. the U.S. men's national team fans were, like, very much so, like, hating Arsenal because they were like, Balogun needs to be free. He needs to be away from Arteta and this horrible institution of Arsenal because he's not getting playing time, and he says he's only worth $20 million, so Arsenal should just let him go for that. How about you mind your business, okay? <laughs> Arsenal doesn't need to be selling Balogun for nothing less than what they feel like he's worth, okay? U.S. men's national team, you just got Balogun. He just showed up. Yeah. Why are you speaking mm -hmm. right now? Dude, it's crazy. They are so... What a baller. They're so talkative. Like, mm -hmm. they're so, like, it's crazy. And I understand that, like, everybody wants to, like, back their players and stuff like that. But I do feel like sometimes people go overboard. And I'm surprised that... I'm actually not surprised that Pulisic has such, like, a... Big. Beaverish, ha like cult fan following. base, yeah. cult following. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not yeah. surprised because he's like that guy. Yeah. So if right. he, they must hate Chelsea, they oh, must hate Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. the way that they were acting about Arsenal, I was like, calm down. Yeah. yeah. They will yeah. come for you. You don't and know this man. Yeah. Once the algorithm <laughs> takes you there, you just get drowned into <laughs> yeah. it. So Dude, like I couldn't they, come out yeah, of it. Yeah. Oh my god. It was just going. I was just liking everybody's comment. Julio was like, Julio was egging him on from his. He actually had two two Pulisic burners that he was. Is that the best joke you got? <laughs> Say something else. <laughs> hey guys, look how many views we got. <laughs> Doing no, it for the algorithm. Imagine that us. was just one little clip. Can't I can't like that was one little clip, one experience for me. And I don't we you know, we have our podcast, we have our fun here. But like what do you do knowing that like you do content on the mm. daily and you're putting yourself out there in multiple platforms? Like, do you have a routine? How do you keep yourself together? Like what is it that you do for yourself? Oh, uh, I mean I wanted to uh, like I want to be able to tell you guys that I have like this whole routine and I have like this well thought out thing. <laughs> I don't like 
I spend all day, every day, kind of like watching football, enjoying football, loving the game, whether it's women's, whether it's whatever, I'm just fully immersed in it. And so I think my obsession with the game keeps me going and mm -hmm. keeps me energized for it. I don't really have any like off time where I'm not thinking about it or I'm not doing it. When I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is like create content, make clips, all this kind of stuff. Um, and so I wish I could say, like I have like this thing where to like unwind or get away from it all or whatever, I don't. I'm fully immersed in it and I love it. And until I burn myself out, I guess I'm just gonna keep going. But mm -hmm. um, I've never loved anything more than I've loved this game. And so every day for me is like a blessing to be able to make money from talking about something that I love. So I right. never complain. I never like get up and think like, oh, you know, I have to do, cause I could be doing something else. Right. You know, this is like a real blessing for me. So I don't really have any special answer for a break or keeping myself going because it's just such a blessing to do this. Cause I didn't know what I was going to be doing. Mm -hmm. Like I said, during COVID, I was very lost. Like I was very in a low spot where I was like, oh, is this really where I want to be? Is this really what I want to do? Like I'm a creative person, but do I really want to design websites? Mm -hmm. I fell into this and I, I do feel like the universe, you know, whoever you pray to, whatever, God has put me in a position now that's like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Every day I wake up, I feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So don't have a routine, love it. You put a soccer game in front of me, I am in it. You know, <laughs> you put anything in front of me, I'm in it because I just, I love it so yeah. much, y'all. And I think you're keeping it real. Like, as yeah, much yeah. as other people could have, and we could hold routines, like, the reality is, like, you can't ever escape that yeah. the good and the bad of things yeah yeah I, I mean there's there's bad days there's good days and you know my boyfriend's the same way like he from the minute he wakes up to the minute he goes to bed it's all football all soccer all content all the time and so when you're a content creator I do think you find it difficult to shut off and so it's not really like a part-timey thing for me personally because it's just it's just ever-present but I love it, mm -hmm. so it works, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I don't really have that many other hobbies. Like, this is just it for me. Mm -hmm. I guess if I could add anything in would be playing. Okay. Um, I don't really play anymore. Um, that's probably the one thing that sometimes I'm like, you gotta figure out a way to like get into a league or something like that. Um, but again, it would still be soccer related. Yeah. Like, yeah. what else is it gonna be? I just love it. Yeah, yeah. Eat, live, breathe soccer. Yeah. Yeah. What was Cody? the highest level of soccer did you play? <laughs> college yeah um, I went to Georgia State and I played um, I played there I had a, a scholarship and I loved it the only thing is like I will say that I didn't finish I didn't finish all four years and I don't think like I haven't really it's weird I haven't really like spoke about it like out loud before it like in a long time to anybody that that I don't really know that well but I played at Georgia State. I only played for three years. I had a fallout with the, with the coach. And to this day, because of the way that I ended, I still have dreams about playing, but I never kicked a ball again because of how bad it was, the fallout. Damn. And so um, I think that it, that's definitely something that I want to get over because I was just like, I was so hurt by the way that it ended. And I love the sport so much. And like, I can only imagine what, somebody that got to the top level goes through when they lose it mm -hmm. because I to this day you guys I'm telling you like at least once or twice a week I have dreams of playing and it ending and like it's just yeah so that's definitely something that I want to add back in but I was so hurt that I was like I just felt like I could never kick a ball again 
that's sad yeah we gotta get her back into it yeah julio asked that question (laughs) just to see if like you're available you could could play on his uh on his co-ed team uh, team. now i'm retired i'm retired as well (laughs) i cannot run anymore either i'm retired i just go and get violent with other people so i'm not i don't even want to play no more (laughs) julio's like uh, minutes play to yellow card accumulation is like the like, minute we got a we got a comment on one of our videos saying, "Hey, I know that guy. He got a yellow card against us." I'm like, "Yeah, I shouldn't <laughs> be paying." Gotta that hang guy. him up. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> hang him like, up. Yep, like, that was I, me. I get to a point where like, I play college as well. Uh, nice. I get to a point where I, I get competitive and my body can't do what it used to do. Man. So I'm just like, <laughs> 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 so I'm like, might as well not even go no more. I'm like I don't even want to do it just to get hurt people. People gotta go work the next day. I was never a stranger to a yellow card, so yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, you know, a little this, you know, a little, you know, a little that. You know? <laughs> yeah, we should. A little hip check, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A, a little touch never, never hurt nobody. Right. Like, oh, yeah, it's, it's, we it's, should. It's oh my god, you know what we should do? We should do like a little, um, I don't know what we would call it, like a soccer tournament, soccer thing, like urban futsal soccer mm-hmm. tourney with all the. Ho- all the guests we've had on our podcast that'd be, that'd and just be. all hang out and play soccer and just play against each other and vibe out who's gonna help of, me when I it's a lot of pros <laughs> now we'll have we'll have a we'll, we'll have, have a trainer on site we'll have two divisions tattoo, tattoo. like yeah, us tattoo, yeah tattoo will be there yeah. oh yeah we have a friend who's really good at like yeah, he's like you, if you tell if you're with him and you're like damn like my knee hurts and he's like yeah what happened tell me let me see I could help you and like he'll really? get into it yeah, yeah like he's, he's, a physical so, he's a physical therapist yeah he's so. a the physical Mr. therapist Mr. Miyagi hands yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he got the magic hands yeah, hey, he, yeah, yeah. come on <laughs> come on man <laughs> Oh my god. I can't pocket, ever say anything. Dude. You see, this is pocket. why I need other female <laughs> yeah, energy around here. This guy's crazy. You know what? The funny part is that it's rarely him. It's usually him that says things. <laughs> I know. It wasn't me. It, this it was me. you. No. I said, the mis- never mind. No, no, no we'll, we'll keep it moving. We'll keep it moving. Anyway. Um, yeah. But <laughs> the point where we just look at each other and it's, I know. it's yeah, off. It's bad. It's bad. It's really bad. But, um, you know. I like how you're ganging up on my girl. Yeah, thank no. you. You oh see? Oh, my God. See? Are you kidding me? No. Like no. Right. Exactly. She was to be part of one set football since the beginning of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, just chill out. Come on. <laughs> No, Listen. Bridget. I jump no, uh, uh, day one. Bridget. No. Bridget I'm is always about. She can. She will make fun. Like these two will gang up on me, and it's fine. You know, I'll take yeah. it. Like I'll, I'll fight back. It, it's cool. We we'll gang up on him, and you know he's cool with it. Like he's fine. But the second we start going <laughs> on her, it's like man. This because is it's really- technically two against one. Yeah, right? exactly. It's not technically two and that's how the numbers one. work. No. <laughs> wait, wait. How is it? If you guys gang up on me, how's that? Because not two the majority one? of the time, it's you two against me. Yeah. It's not. No. It is. It Since is. Since I've been here, that's how it's been. Oh, Thank you. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. Right, you know Women stick together. I love this. You know what? We're witnessing, okay? The Fine. facts speak for themselves, okay, guys? So We have a ar- whole archive um, that you can go through <laughs> of you guys just straight up just. <laughs> they're right. They're, they're right. Fine, but yeah, they're that. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got it. Uh, no, but, <laughs> I'll give it to you. <laughs> um, uh, just before before we have you go, what what are your thoughts on, on the current Arsenal squad right now? Um, because we've lost today. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, tough, tough Tony one. Man United. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. Forget <laughs> Newcastle. <laughs> uh, I, want, I wanted to talk about this more, but I mean, obviously all, all the other stuff was great, but um, what, what's your because uh, obviously last year, you know, things looked so great. Um, and it, by and large, it was, it was a successful season. But what are your thoughts on the squad this year and, and what are they bringing to the table? You know, Arsenal have gone through such a difficult low period over the last 10 years. So for me, just seeing a team that I actually really like has been 
great. You know, it's been great. I really connect with the players. I love them. Everyone from Bakayo Saka to Declan Rice coming in. Martin Odegaard is my favorite player. William Saliba, Gabrielle, like the list goes on and on. I think most Arsenal fans would say right now that this is the most likable team that they've seen in a long time and they've, that they've connected to. The next step now is this team winning silverware. And I think that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, we went out of the Carabao Cup today, which is a disappointment, but it's not the biggest trophy. Arsenal and Arteta need to win now because that's what the club is about. So it's pressure. It's go time. But the team is more than capable of winning silverware. It's just about the mentality. And they're young, but I know that they can do it. So we're backing them. But it's a big year for Arsenal, and I do think that if we were to go silverware-less in this season, that there'd be some questions to be asked. But in, in regards to the team, this team is very good. I haven't seen an Arsenal team this good in a very long time. Um, been an Arsenal fan for a very long time, and it's just like, this is it. This is a team you have to win something with. So loving the team, but lots of pressure. I think, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, City is the 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 standard yeah. that everybody's chasing. Y'all beat them. Or I guess we beat them too um, um, <laughs> hey, early yeah. in the season. So you got to start um, repping, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I need Come to. On. I need to. That we. So it's Bring it's it more. Out. It's it's still new. You know what I mean. So it's not like like if I'm talking about the Lakers, it's always we. So yes. like I need to get into that like you know that yeah. mentality of like you know it's we. So I mean you know took it to them earlier this season. What like what do you think? Like is it is a possibility? Can can we, you know, slay slay the the. Giants that's that's been running the league for the last you know five ten years you know I think timing is so key and like one of the the biggest disappointments last season is I thought that it was a two-horse race and we came second and we were ahead for so long this season is probably to I think is going to be the first season since probably the 2010s where there could actually be four teams that can win it Unfortunately, Spurs look very strong. Yeah. Super strong. Yeah, yeah Liverpool yeah. are back. You have Man City and you have Arsenal, and I think those are going to be the four teams fighting. So as much as I think Arsenal have a really good chance and beating Manchester, Manchester City was important for us, I do think that we may have made it a lot more difficult not winning it when we should have. Mm-hmm. You know, So it's going to be even more difficult this time around. But Arsenal are in the mix. They're in the mix. Man City are still the biggest and, and most, um, I think, the team that are probably – the most likely to win it, but let's see. Maybe Arsenal come out on top. Yeah, but they don't look. Man City doesn't look as scary as they looked in previous years. They never do. They yeah. never look good at the beginning of the season, yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden, dude, that, they their finish, their at finish some to last season was absurd. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we were like, "There's no way that they'll win 16 games <laughs> in a row," and they sat, they sat there and won like 16 games in a row. They, they'll, you'll never look the same as as you did the pre- previous season without somebody like yeah. Gundogan. There's no Kevin De Bruyne mm, right. right now yep. because he's injured, but they'll get Kevin De Bruyne back. Yep. As long as you have Holland, you're mm-hmm. on another planet, really. Right. And Pep just knows what to do. He's the best manager on the planet. And even with inferior players, I still feel like he can get them to win. Um, you know, so that's really the difference, I think, becomes the manager. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what we'll Arsenal could do, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Figure it out, Arsenal. That's what they're saying. They say that. I feel like they say that. I actually you know. heard that there's probably a new contract yeah. for Pep. So I don't, why would you leave? Yeah. What why else would is you there leave? To do? You know? Coach the U.S. Coach the U.S. Oh, my yeah. gosh. You go, Pep. <laughs> y'all be serious. <laughs> y'all be serious. Let's maybe not. <laughs> we, need, we need a coach with an accent. Yeah. That's what we, we need just someone with yeah. an accent because it gives you more credibility yeah. regardless. Yeah. You know? Basically. I was, yeah. I, was, I, was, yeah. I was rooting for Thierry to 
be the be the coach, but it didn't work out. Yeah, did not work out. In your Y'all favor. actually wanted Thierry Henry to be the. Coach I did. He was, Miss He's had a tough, he was trying to manifest. I I would like it for you know the vibes that he would bring, but mm-hmm. I mean you look at his managerial record and it's not uh, promising. Right. So. I love TT, but let's stick with the under twenty one, the French under twenty. <laughs> see what you yeah. doing because yeah. he's not a great coach. Yeah. Y'all seen it? Yeah, they he's said they, a, <laughs> they they said rough. like um uh they were talking about some players and like he would get mad at them and then he would t- try to tell them to do something that they physically like they couldn't do it. And like like he would get angry at them when they weren't doing it and they'd be like tell them like I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And then he would show it to them like easily. <laughs> and then, like it's like this is see this is what you need They're to do. They're not you, Terry. Yeah. You yeah. can't Honestly. just dribble through five players and stick it in the top yeah. ends. Like yeah. it's not, not how it happen. works. <laughs> There's a video that came out a few years back like he's coaching I think Montreal and then, oh, and he was getting and, mad and he was like, Yeah, like just do a, can you do a simple ball? I'm like, yes. How come you don't do it? <laughs> How come you don't do it? Can One you play touch. first touch? Why can't you yeah, do yeah. first touch? <laughs> I was like, can you play first touch? <gasps> Nightmare. Yeah. How come you don't do it? <laughs> Not everyone has it like him. Sadly. I like him. Yeah. Yeah. One day. And he's awesome on, on CBS too. Yeah. So. Oh, he is yeah. great. He's, he's a great. really, really good um analyst now. Yeah. He's like he's really gotten a lot better too. But coaching, we still got a ways to go. Yeah. Yeah. We still got a ways to go. Who uses that? uh no but jessica thank you so much for for joining this is so much fun um hour flew by but um you know we really appreciate you coming on we're we're big fans of of what you've been doing and we're going to continue to to be tuning into everything you got going on but um tell them where they can find you and um you know all all your different uh, platforms and everything yeah so if you want to get into the mess and you guys want to see me on a daily basis I'm on She Knows Arsenal, so that's on YouTube. So you just type in She Knows Arsenal, I'll pop up. That's where I talk about Arsenal. And then for just like regular football stuff, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Jessica Black uh, TV. And then on Twitter is where it gets it gets really juicy. <laughs> Jessica Black TV on Twitter. That's where I be at. That's where I be at. Yeah. Unfiltered. Come, come yes, find unfiltered. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Verbal warfare back and forth. Yeah, yeah. That's where it no. goes down. <laughs> I'm going to make a fake for Manu fans. No, but this has been the Urban Pitch Podcast, a beautiful game of life, part of the Believe Network. Jessica Black, thank you so much for joining us. For Julio Monterosa, Bridget Flores, I'm Ramsey Abushala. Keep it tapped in. We got more things coming up. But until then, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.